going down the trail and all of a sudden to the right of me the trees just <clears throat> went started shaking all these saplings we look up there and i all i saw was the conical head the huge shoulders shadow in in the trees When I got back down to my house, I went up to my best friend's house who lived right up the street. I go up to tell my best friend, I'm like, we just saw a Bigfoot. You're listening to the Cryptid Creatures Show with Brian and Todd. If you're enjoying the show or would like to submit an encounter, visit our website at www.cryptidcreatures.net or you can email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Cryptid Creature Show. This is Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Todd. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? How you doing today? Fantastic. As you know, we're going to bring a friend on. Uh, John Turley's coming on today to talk about his Bigfoot encounter. Yeah, we met John a couple times at uh, CryptidCon. We did. Uh, we didn't know he had a Bigfoot encounter until last year. No, we did this not. Yeah. recent one show, so we're like, oh my gosh, we got to get you on the show. Yeah. So we're going to see what he, uh, what he saw and... What happened? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. It should right. be good. Hey, John. Good morning, John. How you doing today? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. All right. You ready to get started? Sure am. All right. My uh, my story started, um, obviously, uh, I'm a little bit uh, aged. So, you know, grew up in the <laughs> 70s. Well, so uh, did we. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all around the same. Yeah. Uh, same age, so I, you know, I always, when I see Bigfooters that are our age, I'm like, well, you know, I always feel like we have the same backgrounds, but sometimes we don't. And I found that out. Actually, I found that out at CryptidCon. I was talking to somebody, and they were like, "Yeah, I never watched that." Oh, really? And I was like, <laughs> "Watch wow. the six million dollar man? What? Right. You never watched that? <laughs> that's right. That's how we met a couple years ago. Actually, that's we right. met you guys at the CryptidCon, and um, that's right. Yeah, both yeah. years and. Uh, didn't realize you'd had an encounter till recently, and uh, we wanted to get you on and talk about that. And and your uh, your store that you have too, uh, Crowtown Squatchers, right? Yeah, that's our that's our store. Um, we're traveling all over the place. We'll be at. Uh, uh, well, I'll go over that later. But sure. Yeah, we'll talk about that after the. Um, but yeah, so you know that you know we have that same kind of. Uh, you know, background when it comes to watching Bigfoot in the 70s show. The reason I, right. I say that, as, and I'll elaborate on that later, uh, a lot of the the reasons that I, you know, have seen a lot of, uh, you know, when people are doing the podcast and stuff, and I was asked early on when we started Crowtown Squatchers, uh, the first time we went to any conference was at OBC. And I had several people asking me about, um, have you ever had any encounters? Well, I had my first encounter when I was in 1979. I've, I've traced it back. It was either 79 or 80. So I'm just saying 79 for uh, some sort of, I'm pretty sure it was 79. So okay. um, when I, after I had my encounter, uh, of course, there was a lot of, I got a lot of derision and uh, the first person I told just laughed in my face. And it was right after it happened. I mean, it was, uh, well, after we got out of the woods. So um, a friend of mine and I, uh, he was uh, about four years older than I am. So we were on a big superhero kick at the time. And um, 
we would uh in town uh it's right outside of town is uh this property owned by this guy his name was old, we called him old man mccoy and old man mccoy was a grumpy old guy who would drive around in this old beat up vehicle and he chased you off his property so part of it the fun was going up there there was ponds up there we would go up there and fish it was a lot closer than going to the river and he owned all this property on the uh on the east side of town and so as soon as you got to the hill which is about three blocks above where i went to elementary school it was all woods all the way back through there so we would go up there and there was three ponds up there and we'd go fishing so and part of the fun was eluding him uh, because he would, uh, it wasn't just he would chase you off. He would shoot at you with rock salt. He would load up his, uh, I don't know if it was a 12 gauge or 410 or whatever it was. But he would load it up with rock salt and shoot at you. And he got a couple of people. I, mean, I never got hit. So I know some people that did and they told me it was not a fun experience. So uh, that's a little uh intro into what we were doing so we were going up on the hill that day we weren't fishing we were just up there kind of uh for adventure you know just to have fun so me and my friend are walking down um a two track which is just you know a trail that somebody used to use for a vehicle and it's kind of overgrown and when uh we we were going down the trail and all of a sudden to the right of me like I always, the way I remember it was the trees just <laughs> went, started shaking all these saplings, um, up on this, the hill was right here. So all these saplings just start shaking. And, um, we look up on there, we look up there and I, all I saw was the conical head, the huge shoulders. I didn't get to see, I didn't see hair. I don't know what color it was. I didn't see eyes. I didn't see face. All, all I saw was that shadow in, in the trees. And um, obviously we were not sticking around to take pictures or anything. <laughs> we didn't have camera, but so our immediate, you know, our decision was to turn around and get the heck out of there. So we bolted down the, down, back down the track. But when we got, we probably got about 50 yards down the track we jumped off to the side and my friend and i decided let's string we had like i told you before we were budding superheroes so we had somewhat of a utility belt with us we did have some fishing string and some knives with us so we ran the fishing string across the tra the trail i got on one side he got on the other and we were going to trip this thing when it came down the trail and then fall on it with our knives um, that was our great plan. Yeah, that's a great plan. Yeah. So, uh, luckily <laughs> nothing came back down the trail at us. So, uh, we decided to get off the hill that day. That was enough exploring for us. And this is when I, when I got back down to my house, I went up to my best friend's house who lived right up the street. We had a bunch of kids that lived on our street. I go up to tell my best friend, I'm like, we just saw a Bigfoot. And he just laughed in my face. And um, I was kidded about this. Um, 
all through childhood, all up and even, I mean, I never, I didn't, most people didn't want to hear the story, but they knew that I had seen one. So I got kitted a lot for um, being a person who saw Bigfoot, you know, and I was kind of a little bit crazy for that. And I, you know, I was a little bit crazy anyways, but. Um, Where did this happen at, John? Was this Ohio? Yeah, this is in uh, Coshocton in Ohio where I live, uh, right here in my hometown. Uh, like I said, I was kind of, I was kidded about it the whole time. Um, and even when we got in, in, and this makes the next part, and uh, I think I told you guys in my little uh, preview that I sent you, um, this kind of goes into the next thing that happened, which was several years later, um, we were uh, about two miles east more of where that original siding was. So this is out um in the same if if you were you know if you were to take a drone you could go up over this hill and go straight east and you would be basically in this valley where we were at and um so there was four of us that time we were two of the we were there was two cars we were sitting out there it was getting around dusk and we we were out there having a couple of beers nothing major and uh we started hearing this noise in the back of the valley and, and this, uh, I guess I should, this, this was in fall of 1987. And we start hearing these noises in the back of the valley. And it just, it's weird. It's moan. It's almost like a moan howl kind of thing. And uh, at first, like I said, it started right in the back of the valley. And we were just, you know, what is that? What the heck is going on back there? And so then... It quit, and then we didn't think much of it, and then it started again, and it's moving um, clockwise as valley in the on the valley ring, and then whatever it was stayed up in the tree line, and that was that's always, you know, that was what was always I thought was so weird about this. Like if it's a sick animal or something like that, you would think it wouldn't care where it was at; it would come out of the trees or, um, but this whatever it was stayed up in the tree line. And it was getting close to dust. So, you know, when the when you have a basically a grassy field that goes up the hill and just then the tree line starts. I mean, it's dark up there. And so this thing just kept moving clockwise and given a, these howls about every 10 minutes or so, maybe 10, 15 minutes. Uh, it did it uh, basically like at 12 o'clock, then at 2 o'clock. Then it got down here. <laughs> And it was, we were all, it was funny because we were all like, we were kind of spread out when we started sitting there talking. And then as this thing was moaning and making its noise, we kind of tightened up a little bit. So we were at the end, we were like, all four of us were like basically almost standing on top of each other. And it let out a, a hoop up right up above us. And uh, we, we, I mean, we sprinted into the cars that we came in and zoomed back um, to the high school parking lot because we all hung out at the high school. Couldn't wait to get out of school, but we always hung out in the high school parking lot because that's where everybody met up. And we zoomed back to the, it took us about three minutes or so to get back uh, because it's not that far out of town as you go um, if you're driving that fast for one thing. And the high school's like right on the edge of town. So, 
we jumped out of the cars. We were like, what in the heck was that? We went out that weekend and uh, we went out that weekend with a friend of mine because I had told him about it. And the, the word around school was that these guys, this friend that I talked to, him and three of our other friends had a sighting. They had a road crossing. They called, they reported that to the, to the sheriff. So that got, that was in the newspaper. That was pretty uh, well documented just a couple weeks before that. So we all went out there. I remember it was a rainy, miserable day. We went out looking for tracks and things like that. That was actually the first time I ever went squatching and, um, we didn't find anything, but it was just, it was real interesting too. So like I said, this is 1987. So if you're familiar with Don Keating and he is like the guru of Ohio Bigfooting, this is about the time he started having the meetings in Newcomerstown, which is 20 minutes away from us, uh, to the East. And so there was actually, I remember there being Don had like signs, like signs up. Like if you've had any sightings or anything like that, you would call him and things, uh, report those, uh, sightings. So all that stuff was happening all of this, you know, it was just really strange that, that whole weekend and for them to be, for those sightings to happen in that area, it was just really odd. And, and, you know, as I'm a social, I'm a licensed social worker, so I deal with kids that have trauma and things like that. I work a lot with children. So um, I'm kind of interested in how, you know, sometimes what we remember as kids is not the way things happen. So I went, uh, I was at the fair, the county fair here about, it was 2018. And the friend that I had the uh, siding with was, uh, was standing out in the, in the, uh, fairway thing and i told my wife i said i'm gonna go over and ask him i didn't have a i didn't have a bigfoot shirt on i had not we had not started you know advertising or anything on social media so no one knew i was into bigfoot or anything so i went out and asked him i said do you remember that day we were up on old man mccoy's hill and he didn't i he didn't even bat an eyelash he said it was a bigfoot john i mean and i it just floored me it you know, to have that kind of validation, like I said, he was a little older than I was. So, uh, for him to just say that without any preamble was, uh, you know, I felt really good. I felt good about it. You know, it was like, okay, so I know that's, and, and I've explored that, uh, you know, remembering all those times when I was getting razzed about, uh, all oh, John, he's the Bigfoot, you know, he likes Bigfoot. He thinks he saw one and all that stuff. So, and then the other, the other four that was with me when we were in high school, I talked to a friend of mine uh, recently, and he does know I'm into Bigfoot. And I was like, do you remember that day we were out there in the valley? And he goes, yeah. And uh, I was like, do you remember, you know, what do you think that was? And he goes, you're you're the Bigfoot guy. You tell me. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, to this day, I don't know. Uh, but that, that whole area, as you go out farther from where we were in that valley if you keep going east from Coshocton and you start heading over towards you know what they actually what don coined the phrase the sasquatch triangle and you get closer to wills creek and guernsey county where salt fork is there's even more stuff out there and, and it's funny because we went out i got to uh, do a bucket list thing was to go 
go out squatching with Don Keating. And, and I was able to do that. Uh, we went out one day, me and him and, and uh, Dave Wickham and a few other people. And um, we went out to these old strip mine ponds where we, we spent a whole lot of our high school lives out there partying. Like Don, I mean, it was so funny because Don asked me, he goes, you ever been out here before? I said, Don, I spent probably, you know, four years between 17 and 21. I was probably out here every night. Um, <laughs> slept on the ground over there and not camping either, you know. Um, so it was funny because Dave, you know, he's Dave Wickham Taters. He's he's like, yeah, those Bigfoots are probably out here watching you. Like, look at these crazy people. You know? But uh, it, it was, there's been sightings out there. There's still to this day. Now it's all blocked off. So you can't drive a car back in there. The only way back in there is if you hike in or, or if you've got an off-road vehicle. Hmm. So it's really interesting because, like I said, that that whole uh, range, and there's two state routes that run down through that whole um, whole wooded area. And also Mary Stuckham's graveyards out there. Well, it's the Stuckham family graveyard, but this, that's our local, um, that's our, our most uh, well-known local story paranormal story and that's the Stuckham's graveyard so mary was mary is buried out there she was supposedly a witch and they um her children kept dying and after they uh they she was hung and then her children kept dying and so they dug her body up cut her head off how many children off. did she have <laughs> she had uh if i remember correctly it was like nine it was seven or nine and and they they uh some of them died and mysteriously and they blamed the husband at first so they mm -hmm. the husband well mary got mad i mean this is the story and the children kept dying so then they <laughs> hung mary and then after mary was hung the children still kept dying and so therefore they dug her up cut her head off buried the head on one side of the road buried the body back on the other and supposedly if you go out there on the full moon she will come up and go she goes looks for her head okay and her tombstone is in the graveyard it's really creepy i mean it's creepy and we've been out there and weird things have happened and it's just i mean i'm not mm -hmm. saying paranormal but it was we went out there the one night and and our car literally would not start and it was this thunderstorm was moving in it was so 80s wow. uh horror movie tropes i was <laughs> I thought it was so meta it was like i i was sitting in the back seat of the car i was like this can't be happening man this is <laughs> this is way over the top awesome. wow that's wild yeah i was looking on the map there you guys are right on the edge or pretty much into the appalachian mountain area there and ohio has been known for many it's a, it's a huge state for bigfoot sightings you know that is when you guys saw your the first sighting that you had, how far away do you think this thing was from you guys? It was, it was not very far away at all. I mean, it was, if I remember correctly, I'm, I'm at the most, uh, maybe 25 feet. And like I said, it was, it was on a slope. So distance is, you know, kind of wonky, but that's what I want to say. Mm -hmm. 20, 20 it, it might've even been a little closer than that. You have the high ground. Yeah, he had the high ground. So, um, did you notice any smell? What was, 
you know that's the thing is i never i can't remember a, a smell and and you would think that that would be something that really would stick out if uh but you know you hear stories both ways about sometimes there's a smell sometimes there's not but i don't remember and i would think that because kids usually do remember smells pretty oh, yeah. well that's one mm -hmm. of the things that are olfactory you know that's really big when we remember stuff that's why we always think about grandma's house and things like that uh but i don't re recall smelling anything i i've thought about it over the years and just the normal smells of the forest really so this was in the morning afternoon it would have been in uh early afternoon so you had pretty uh, good sunlight so you could see pretty well yeah well there's a lot of uh you know there's a lot of canopy there where we were at so it's i mean it was sunny but you know you've been in the woods when it's like that it's right there's a bit of shadow in there already sure so uh, but there was there was still you know pretty good amount of light could you estimate how tall you thought this thing was uh i would i would say at least seven feet uh, it was pretty huge to me. Obviously, I was a lot smaller then. So, I i mean, it was gigantic to a little guy, but um, that would be my rough estimate. It was, I do, you know, I just recall how huge it was. Um, I talked to uh, Doug Waller about this not too long ago, and he asked me a really interesting question. And he said, uh, and I just forgot it. <laughs> well, while you're trying to remember that, It'll come to you. Um, so before, between the time you saw the the first creature and then you had your experience with your friends, did you kind of just put Bigfoot out of your mind or did you kind of go looking for him anymore? Or did you think about it? Did you, were you into it at all or what? We, uh, we still went back up on the hill um, sporadically, but you know, I don't remember going back up there that much after that. Um, I was still into big, oh, and I, that, that rem reminded me what Doug had asked me. And he asked me if I knew what it was when I saw it. Um, and like I said, that was kind of what the being a child of the seventies to me, uh, uh, I'll just say the word nerd because that's what I felt like it was sort of, um, you know, I was always, you know, in search of you know i grew up on my mom's a big trekkie so i mean we watched star trek and in search of it was on star trek was on at six and in search of was on i still remember in search of was on at seven and then Battlestar galactic was on at eight so um yeah. used to watch all those that was sunday sunday yeah sunday nights <laughs> yeah was, i remember that that was it i mean it was the greatest you know and then of course the six million dollar man uh, yeah. Bigfoot wild boy was on Saturday mornings, you know, Bigfoot was in the, he was in the zeitgeist. He was, it wasn't, I mean, it was, you know, you know it was, yeah, you're right. It was out there more than more, probably more than it is well now. I mean, other than the documentaries and stuff now, it's not really in the mainstream TV shows anymore. It yeah. Used to be a lot back then. Yeah, and there true. was, you know, and if you, I've got one of the books from elementary school the Bigfoot books, there was two of them that I re remember. I'm still trying to track down that other one. Uh, but I have the one and I'm like, I remember reading this, you know, in elementary school. So the, the question that Doug asked me was, did you know what it was when you saw it? 
And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I knew exactly what it was when I saw it. I mean, I, I knew it was a, a Sasquatch. I did not know. And I think it was that book, to be honest, because I did not know at the time I was like, Bigfoots are in Ohio. But if, I remember because this number has always stuck in my head. And I remember it's got to be in that book somewhere. There had been eight sightings of Bigfoot in Ohio at that time. And and maybe that was in the 70s or something. But I remember that number for like they had the state of Ohio and it had eight in it. You know, it was like Bigfoot sightings. And it's funny to look at that. I would I would love to find that map again. I'm going to look for it. Yeah, and it's it like eight eight sightings in Ohio, and there was only a few states back then. Obviously, Washington and Oregon and, and California and a few other places. Um, and I well, think that was it also had the the reported ones back right. then. Not a lot of people were coming forward. <laughs> Yeah. And it, and it, it's fun. like I said, you know, now you see that map and it's like, there's every state there's a mm -hmm. big yeah. uh, at least one and lots more now uh, for one reason or another. But that's the, that was the thing, like I said, that stuck out was, you know, I knew what it was when I saw it and I was really excited because I was like, I got, you know, I saw a Bigfoot and that's, you know, it goes back to me telling people about it and they just immediately just shoot you down. So it's not something I talked to. Even when I got asked as when I started going to Bigfoot conference, the first time I went to a Bigfoot conference was uh, uh, Creature Weekend, which was uh, they had at Salt Fork and it was it was right after uh, the Ohio Bigfoot conference. The one year, I think it was in 2016 was the first time we went and maybe 2015, but they used to have, they used to have three that year. They had three conferences. They had OBC and then Don had Don Keating had one. And then, uh, they had uh, creature, creature fest, creature weekend. And, um, even then I didn't like to talk about it because it was, I, I, you know, you get tired of people looking at you like that. You know, I tell people and they're just like, yeah, sure. John. <laughs> right. And then uh, I remember the second one, people always look at me and they go, yeah, uh, you guys were drinking. So, um, <laughs> I'm in, in full disclosure, I am a recovered alcoholic. I've been sober now for almost 13 years. I did wow. drink a lot, but not back awesome. in 1970. Congrats. Thank you. Um, so a couple of beers was was not much of anything back then. And and honestly, one of the reasons I wanted to go to the Bigfoot conference to begin with is if you're familiar with an AA meeting, it's like, hey, I'm John. I'm an alcoholic. This is my story. It was very similar to me. I mean, that was what endeared me to going to the Bigfoot conferences was like, hey, I could probably go here and tell my story and people are going to go, hey, I had a similar experience not right. sure john you're wacky mm -hmm. um so and it was it was it was really cool to be able to have those that experience at the bigfoot conference and not just have people you know they want you to come and talk to them about it and and this is another thing i i talked to uh about with doug waller about maybe this will actually um have somebody somebody might come somebody who felt like I did somebody who feels like a lot of people that have experiences maybe at the same time, even, you know, or, or, or about that time period will come forward and go, you know what? 
that's weird because this happened to me around that time in the same area. And I just didn't want to talk about it. And uh, I have that a lot at my, because at my office, I, and, you know, I'm, I'm a social worker. So I talk to people that my client ages range from three to 77. So wow. I have, big, wow. I have some big foot signs in my office, you know, like squ squatch crossing and things like that. And people are like, you like Bigfoot? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm pretty interested in it. And we do a lot of stuff. And uh, and I I have got so many stories from people in my office or even out wow. on I've out on the I've been at the grocery store and I got my Bigfoot got a Bigfoot t-shirt on. People turn around and whine and go, You believe in Bigfoot? And I'm like, Yeah. You know, this happened to me one time. It makes the line at Walmart go a lot faster when people are. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, and, you know, it's it's as simple sometimes as they're taking out the garbage or, uh, you know, they lived on a farm and um, and they used to cease, you know, dad would tell them, you know, don't go down there and that holler, you know, after dark or anything like that. The one uh, the one that really sticks out is I worked with uh, one of my coworkers. Uh, she's moved on to different stuff now, but she's very religious. And she, she used to give me a hard time about it. You know, she was just like, John, you know, big, that's not real. And she's very nice about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, her brother moved into, um, moved into a house out in the country. And it's, I want to say it's over in Guernsey County. And, she came to me the day uh, this this thing happened. She said something came up and slapped the side of her brother's house. And she said it shook the whole house. And they went out and looked and it wow. did the like the aluminum siding was dented where it hit and it was way up. And I'm just like this. Was, again, this is early on in my I did not know. You know, I was like I should have my immediate like now I would have been like I'm going to your brother's house. I'll see you in a little bit. I want to go, you know, get my tape measure and measure all this stuff and see, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but that was, that one right there was like one of those, you know, you go, uh, because people just, you know, people are so adamant about this, not it not being real or it's oh, yeah. whatever. But my, my point is, uh, there's just, and I guess I could quote Shakespeare, you know, there are stranger things in heaven and earth. Horatio, I, I always love saying that because there's, you never, I mean, just weird stuff happens and you, there's no, there's no good explanation for them sometimes. And I don't mm -hmm. know um, exactly what all that stuff is, but. I don't think anybody does, do they? I mean. No. Mm -mm. Again, like I've said before, this is all everybody's own opinion, you know, nobody knows for sure what's going on out there, but, but I, I believe they do exist. So, yeah. Even though not seeing one, I mean, we've heard so many encounters, half of the people cannot be lying. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's, um, my, uh, my wife had, uh, foot surgery. This was back in 2016. And I was thinking about this this morning, uh, cause this one slips my mind. We, she had, uh, she got, um, foot surgery and spent the whole winter in a wheelchair and it was a pain in the butt. I mean, you know, cause we live, we were actually living in the, 
ground floor of I was in charge of recovery housing. So I had tenants basically upstairs, uh, people trying to get clean and sober. And we were living downstairs. It was a very nice part. Uh, it was it was a pain for her in the wheelchair. And uh, finally, in the spring, uh, she was doing a lot better. And the doctor was like, you need to, you know, ditch the wheelchair, get out, and start walking. So my wife picked um, Morgan's Knob Trail. She's like, let's go to Salt Fork. And it was like the first really nice weekend. And it was um I didn't, it was just beautiful out. And so we go out to Morgan's Knob. There's nobody out there. And if you've ever been on Morgan's Knob Trail, you go in through, it looks like uh, a portal almost. I mean, it's like a, the way that pine trees are. It's like this. And you go in there and then you're in this pine, like they've got the pine trees. So they're interlocking branches. It's surreal when you're under there because if it's raining, it doesn't rain in there. Like, you might you'll get a little wow. wet drips but it doesn't rain in there and it's cool it's so much cooler like it's 90 degrees out in the sun and you walk in there it's like going into air conditioning it is so cool and uh you can see like the way they planted the trees kind of gives you a line of sight down through the trees and it's just i mean it's almost like boggy creek looking you know you think wow. about that movie and it's just like you go in there and that's where a couple of the if you watch the old uh, monster quest episodes there's mm -hmm. a couple of them where these people were in i remember the one the finding bigfoot when they went to salt fork the, the guy that had the the bigfoot was shit or it was supposedly a bigfoot i i believe they debunked that after a couple of years but shaking the tree it was right on the edge of that pine that pine area so when you walk through the pines it's only it's not even a, maybe an eighth of a mile, if that. You get you open up into you know just some regular old uh, what do you call woods, and there's a there's a uh, track that goes up a hill, and it's mostly uh, gravel. And this track is it's part of the trail, but it's also when it rains. I mean, it just turns into a quagmire, but uh, it's got gravel and sand and all kinds of strata in there so we we come out of the pine trees and we start to go up the trail and right when we get up just i don't know 20 feet my wife goes wait a minute my shoe's untied i got to tie my shoe so she's she's been down tying her shoe and i'm just standing there looking around and i'm not you know i'm not looking for any i'm just happy we're out in the woods i'm not mm -hmm. even really looking for any. i look down and they're plain as day across the trail is a footprint oh, and i was i was flip i'm getting goosebumps talking about it because this is how i mean it was so exciting at the time i was just like what i mean it looked like a footprint to me so it was i wear size 14 shoes and i could put my foot inside of that and you could still see the you could see the toes Wow. And the heel was, the heel was, I mean, it was enormous. I mean, I don't know if it was, you know, and there was only, I looked, there was only, this is the part that kind of made me leery because there was only one, there was one, it was right in the middle of the trail. Like if it would have, if it was a walking creature, it would have walked off this side, which is about a uh, three foot high um, bank, stepped in the middle and then up on the other side which was again a bank 
Now, on the other side, it would have been hard to tell, but up on this side is where the pine trees are. There should have been some kind of something, but right there, it was Maybe. right in the middle. I, I, but it was, you know, I just looked down and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And it was enormous. I mean, a gigantic footprint. Maybe, unless it was at a, a full run and just jumped. It, it could have been. It's very possible, but if that was, I mean, if, it just blew my mind. And I, when I got back, we walked up the trail and I'm, I've got a pictures on my phone and I outlined it with yellow so you could see it. And, um, which I probably shouldn't have done, but it's hard to see. It was hard to see without some kind of, and I didn't have, I didn't put anything down for scale, like I said, because my mind was just, right. you know, you just, it's, it's funny because it reminds yeah. me, we went to, um, we were at Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Conference last year. We're standing out front. Oh, I want to go to that one. We're going again this year, and it was it was awesome. One of the best conferences I've been to. It was a blast. Um, but we're standing out front, me and my wife, and we're trying to figure out. It's Saturday morning, the, the day of the conference, and we're trying to figure out, are they going to open a front door for us to get in, you know, to get to our vendor table? Or do we have to walk down the tunnel? around the building and in through the loading dock, which I did not want to do because that's a freaking hall. <laughs> so we get down, we're, we're standing there and I'm, and I, I turned around, I was facing like down the hill cause it's on a hill. I mean, it's on a big hill and it's about halfway up this hill. So I'm standing looking down the hill and I'm like, well, I turned around to tell my wife, well, I guess we got to walk down the tunnel. And on the other side of the of the conference center is a church, and the, out of this church parking lot walks this bear, and this ain't no tiny bear. This is a huge, the biggest black bear I've ever seen. I thought I've got a phone in my pocket. I didn't get a picture of this bear because I'm going blah 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 blah. blah. And my wife said, she said after the fact, she goes, I thought it was like somebody, you know, one of the big footers, you know, like. Russ or somebody was coming down the hill behind it, you know. Um, <laughs> but she, she turned around, and tried to get a picture of that bear, and he was just, you know, buddy, 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 across the street. He walked over to the Waffle House that or whatever it is over there, a little diner that's right across the street. Sniffed at the door a little bit, and then walked <laughs> in through, uh, walked into the parking lot. Well, I was so, you know, I and I say this because I was just so awestruck at the fact that this giant bear had walked. I mean, this thing was four foot high at the shoulder. I thought somebody was going to come along behind it, like a handler or something. That's what I was kind of waiting for. Like, I figured some guy in a clown suit or something. You know, here comes a circus bear. Now, this is just a big giant bear that walks around Gatlinburg and eats out of the trash cans. And then here in a little bit, you see the animal services guy come in and, you know, I don't know if they trick them into getting in the truck or, you know, <laughs> up with waffles or whatever. But, uh, and I, and I say that because, you know, when you're, when you see stuff like that, you're just so like, you know, what and it, hell, it just, right. In awe of the, yeah. all the times people say, well, you know, why didn't you get a picture? Well, why didn't you, you know, why didn't you do this? Why did you do that? <laughs> I didn't get a picture of a bear walking across the street in Gatlinburg. So, uh, you know, excuse me while my brain goes on complete, you know, right. meltdown. 
when I'm out in the woods and see something I can't see something like that. Yeah. We're going to be in uh, Salt Fork beginning of May, so that's uh, good to know. We can check that trail out. Yeah, I want to. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys coming to a High Bigfoot conference? Yep. Awesome. You going to be there? We'll be. Oh yeah. Awesome. We can go squatching together. What the hell? Absolutely. Go out there. You can show us that trail. Yeah. Get a group of For us. Sure. I mean, there. it's one of the most, it's not too far from the lodge. Uh, it's one of the most popular trails. You can go up when you follow the trail out, you can go, you can take it and go up to Morgan's knob. I mean, that's the name of the trail. That's, I don't know if it's the highest part in Salt Fork. I would art. Yeah, I would guess it probably is, but it takes you and it's it'll, at the end. It's a, a pretty nice little angle. I mean, it's like not 60 degrees, but it's, it's pretty steep right there at the end. Mm-hmm. And then you get up there and you got a pretty good view and you can see the lodge from there. And, um, nice. but if you go the other way, it takes you down in this little ravine and, and it's a, it's a climb to get out of there. It's they're both pretty strenuous, but fun. And, uh, <laughs> it's really, I mean, you want to talk about squatchy. It's, it's that whole area is squatchy. And then of course, if you're okay. going to be there, they have maps at the lodge. I would go get a map because you want to go down by Hosack's cave too. And that's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of Bigfoot sightings down there. Um, I imagine that, neat- that weekend's going to be so busy. The trails are probably going to be pretty packed, but maybe mm-hmm. if we get out early enough in the morning, um, we can beat the crowds and see what's out there. Yeah. That's what I would suggest is yeah, we're going to try and get down there early Friday morning. Ish. Yeah, if you get down there, if you can get down there early Friday morning, you'd be all right. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't bank on doing any hoops, calls, or wood knocks because everything you're going to hear is probably somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Right. I try to keep pretty quiet when I'm out in the woods. I don't like to make a lot yeah, of noise. Yeah, I do too. I don't want to attract anything to me necessarily. I mean, we make enough noise being clumsy monkeys. But- is that a two-day event? Is, is Salt Fork two days or one day? I can't remember. It's just one day. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That gives us time. I really start. wish it. I wish it was a two-day. It should be, to be honest. That's what we were saying. It should be a two-day. Yeah. That'd be a good one. If it was, it would be crazy. Is it busier than the Crypticon? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? OBC wow. is OBC's the big boy east of the Mississippi River. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, okay. It's the biggest conference they uh, in the summer. Like I said, east of the Mississippi, there's not nothing bigger than OBC. Oh, I can't I believe they're going five two days last year. Yeah, it's more. It'll be awesome. I can't wait. I oh, it's so. going to be great. All the people that you'll see and uh, everybody's, you know, just super nice and having a good time. And it's just crazy. A lot of fun. Good. So what else you got going down there in Ohio, John? Well, two weeks after the Ohio Bigfoot Conference, we have a uh, we have the Sasquatch Triangle Conference here in Coshocton, and it is a um, it's kind of a, a smaller venue kind of thing. The only it's a it's an old um, oh how do I want to put it? It's a researchers conference. And so uh, we're all basically we we have it at the Lake Park Pavilion. So the vendors, the speakers 
and everybody is we're all in the same building how do you say the town you're in kachakton 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 okay it's the only uh there's a cohockton in new york but kachakton is the only town in the united states with that um with that name so we're i don't know if we're proud of that i'm kind of proud of that (laughs) uh Obviously, it's an interesting where we live is an interesting place, anyways, because Coshocton uh, is is an old Delaware word, and, and it's several different. Um, I've heard several different meanings of it over the years, and I used when I was younger, uh, I always thought it was land of the black bear, but that's a that's another word for a town close or here in the county. So Coshocton actually means uh, something to the effect of where the rivers meet. And so we're uh, right here in our town, the Tuscarawas and the Wahunding rivers meet and form the Muskingum River, which is one of the main arteries of the Ohio River, which meets, runs into the Ohio down at Marietta. So you guys are close to the Woodbury Wildlife Preserve. Yeah, that's here. What, that's what, here in Coshocton. Do you guys go into there and look around at all? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh we we went out there. Uh we have a couple of I have some good friends that go out there quite often. Uh Shane Spencer, he's got a Facebook page for Ohio uh, Woodbury uh Bigfoot. And uh we went out there. Um I went out there with him. He invited me to come out and uh Dave Wickham again. A few others. We went out there, and this was in the daytime in the summer two years ago. And we um, we got a couple of knocks, and we had this weird, the weirdest. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I just don't. Me and Dave looked. There was three. We had two teams. There was me and, and Dave and, and another guy, and then Shane went with a couple other guys, and they were. We had walkie talkies, but uh, when you get you know, sometimes when you get down in those gullies and ravines, you can't hear them. You can't hear each other. Uh, it, it was funny because we just got up on top of this ravine and we were circling back around to meet up with everybody. And this, we heard this noise. And I, I, you know, if, if you've ever heard, this is the way I heard it. Dave heard it. He thought it sounded like a giant, like a, like a pig noise. So like, but like really angry and it was coming from the trees, like up in the trees on the other side of the ravine. And then I, if you've ever heard a squirrel get really mad, like when mm-hmm. they go, I mean, just weird. It was the mixture between a squirrel and a giant pig. That's what I heard. And wow. it was up in the trees and on the other side of the ravine and me and Dave, I mean, when we heard it, we both looked at each other like, <laughs> like what was mm-hmm. that? I don't even know what that was like giant, you know, pig squirrel thing. And this was after the wood knocks. So I don't know what that noise was. And it was the strangest thing. One of the strangest things I've ever heard when I've been out in the woods, because I've, I've never, you know, people hear stuff all the time. And these guys, Shane and Dave are like out, in the, they're out in the woods. All Shane's out in the woods almost every day. And he's had a couple of, wow. uh, um, he's had a couple of, uh, sightings out out at Woodbury, and he can't explain uh, the one. Th- I remember the one thing he said. He was telling me that day about it took off down 
uh, down a fence line. And he said it was, um, it was a weird color. He said he, it was not a black bear. There are a few black bears around here, but not a lot. I mean, it's not like Tennessee where they're crawling out of walking out of the church parking lot. Um, <laughs> but uh, he said it took off and he said it was a brownish color and it was running on all fours at one point. Um, and then he had another sighting last year. Uh, at a, it was by a lake, a uh, very strange thing. And I don't know if it was, but he said it was a similar colored to the other one. So, uh, yeah, Woodbury is, it, uh, it's a, it's a really, uh, cool place to go out there. We went out another time, um, a friend of mine and we were out doing some, uh, he's got a call blaster and we were, you know, sending out like, you know, wounded deer and little, you know, baby this, that, and the other. And this bobcat, came down the hill we were well, i was looking at it with night vision it ran across the road in front of us first and so what we did was we went down to the bottom of the hill and we he we put that call blaster on the car and see if he could come in that um, the i've never i've never seen a bobcat that big i mean usually they're you know they're bigger than a house cat you know, you know but the, this one was the size of a dog and i'm just like I was, I mean, I was like using some explicatives. I was like, Dave, did you see that, that freaking bobcat was? That was ridiculous. And so we, we got down to Bob and Hill and we put the call blaster on the car and, and I was watching that cat. He come down. I could see his heat signature. He come down the hill and then he just stopped. He was, he was a good ways away from us. I mean, he was, you know, a hundred yards away, but he stopped and he sat there and he watched us the whole time. Like he didn't move. Like we were down there for like 20 minutes and he did not move. He sat there and watched us. And that's mm. what, you know, the, uh, somebody told me that like when you're out in the woods, like there's almost always a cat somewhere near you and they'll just watch you. And that's just terrifying because like yeah, that cat, know they're there. <laughs> that cat was, I mean, you don't hear bobcats attacking humans very often, but that cat was pretty mad. <laughs> I wouldn't want to run across that cat. Be fun, yeah, I want to mess with them. Bobcats might be small, than, but you don't want to yeah. mess with them. They're bigger than they're bigger than people realize they are. I think once you yeah. get up close to one, we need to get down there and and uh, go out with you sometime because we're not that far from Ohio. Yeah, so we're not. It wouldn't take much to get down there and uh, hang out for a day or two. Yeah, about four hours or so, somewhere. maybe four or five hours at the most. So mm -hmm. yeah, we definitely yeah. can. Yeah, it's like I said, it's it's awesome. Um, come down and especially you know go around even go around Salt Fork, go out to Woodbury. Um, those areas are really nice. Um, County Road 7, which is the area I told you about earlier, uh, where Don Keating took me out there and uh, take you out to, well, we definitely need a, you need a pretty beastie vehicle to get out to uh, Mary Stuckham's because the road is, I mean, it looks like it's been, you know, bombed. Hmm. Like they, they like it that way because that way people can't get out there and keep people terrible. from going out there. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. But it used to be, you know, it used to be pretty easy to get to, but it's not anymore. So, John, tell us about Crowtown Squatchers. Okay. Uh, Crowtown uh, Squatchers was started when, we again, we went to Creature Fest one year. Uh, Creature Weekend, I'm sorry. It's Creature Weekend, not Creature Fest. 
Creature Weekend, and we met a young lady. She was there from the Monster Mart in Falk, Arkansas. Um, and she was, I was like, are you like representing Monster Mart? Like you guys came all the way up. From, I mean, that's a haul. Yeah, I'll come up from Arkansas. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you know, I'm friends or I work for the owner and he wanted me to come up. And, uh, I was great. You know, and she was just talking to us about, you guys ought to do that. You know, if you come to these shows, you ought to, you ought to do it because, you know, you get to meet all the people in the Bigfoot community. And, you know, and I was, you know, I'll be honest. When I, the first time I met Cliff and Dr. Meldrum, I was just spitting over myself. I was just like, oh, you know, and it's funny because now, Cliff will walk up to me and I'll, you know, Hey Cliff, how you doing? What's going on? You know, we'll talk. We just talk about regular stuff. Uh, we don't, even, I don't, I never talk to any of them about Bigfoot stuff anymore. Just say, Hey, how you doing? You know, but it's still, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still starstruck when I meet, when I talk to some of them, I, I, I still get a little oh, yeah. goofy about, Oh, I'm talking to these guys or I'm talking to those guys and having a good time about it. So, you know, um, but, Speaking of that, you were saying every conference we've been to, everyone's been so polite and friendly. There's never oh, ever yeah. been an incidence where you get people coming in and being an ass or, or acting like that. And that's the cool thing about being in this kind of um, this community this is community, so yeah. cool and close knit. You know, when you get everybody together, it's pretty fun. Yes. Yeah. That's that's another thing that's kept us in. um doing this you know we've been vendors now for this will be going on our seventh year and um the people that we meet the friends that we've made and i mean friends like these are these aren't just you know acquaintances these are people we talk to um people that they st and, and they step up and help each other so outside of the fact that as soon as we see each other to conferences we're all hanging together and having fun and Mm -hmm. and, um, but you know people have i've i've watched it the people in the communities like we have uh somebody will reach out on facebook hey so-and-so's having a hard time so-and-so's going through this so-and-so's going through that yeah i've seen that the people that they i mean they will send money they will they will have you know fundraisers they will do whatever to help I mean, in some cases, you know, uh, some of us know each other. Some of us know each other, you know, just by sight or, you know, mild acquaintances. But they, that doesn't stop everybody from like, hey, we're all human beings and we're all, you know, we're all in this together and we all mm -hmm. love the same thing. We all have the same interests and we've all been there. So the people step up and it's been amazing to watch. And like I said, just the, the friends that we've made in, in Ohio and Pennsylvania and West Virginia um, in Kentucky because we we travel around quite a bit and we we try to get out you know I love that area because you know it's just it's become like I said we, we've got so many people that we know in those areas now and um, to see all the friendships and and the way like you said the way people treat each other and, and it's always you know like it's you know, like you said, it's just always so cordial and, and everybody's just happy about it. And, yeah. you know, what else can we, what can we learn from one another? That's a big part of it too. Exactly. Yeah. They're really fun times. I, I really look forward to them and uh, meeting people and having people like you come on the show and talk about their experiences and everything like that. So. Yep. Makes it all worthwhile. John, we appreciate you coming on and uh, spending time with us today and chatting with yeah, us dude. and 
we look forward to seeing you at the uh, Ohio conference. We'll see you with before. Sunfork. Absolutely. It was, uh, thanks for having me on. And uh, it's great talking to you guys. I always like seeing you guys. You're always, you know, super friendly and, and uh, ready to talk about, you know, all things Bigfoot oh, or any other cryptids as you far as I can. So, yeah, we'll be out and about. Uh, we're going to be doing the in- inaugural Frogman Festival in early March. They're doing that. That's down around Cincinnati, uh, down in uh, Mason. Yeah, and, I've been seeing the advertisements for that on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, There's so, so many, a- so many conferences popping up all over the place. Just, you can't get to all of them, <laughs> you know. Which is cool. I'm liking it. I'm obviously as a vendor, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah, that's perfect. I, I want more in Ohio, so I don't have to travel as far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we've got a lot of yeah. choices out there. Yeah, you got a lot of them. So for sure. All right, man. Will you take care, All right, John? We appreciate it, man. Thank you. You guys have a good one. We'll see you soon, you bud. Yep. Okay. Take care. See ya. I really like John. He's a cool guy, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. He's got the uh, Crowtown Squatcher store online. If you guys want to check that out on Facebook, yeah, go check that out, guys. Yeah. Help him out. He's he's at a lot of events and he sells a lot of stuff. He's got a lot of cool stuff. Uh, he had that uh, Bionic Man and the Bigfoot Bionic yeah. Bigfoot, the Sasquatch. Remember? Yeah. Did you have those mm-hmm. as a kid? Oh yeah. I almost bought it, but I was like, no, I didn't want to spend. I it. know I wanted to, but but I think next time I see him, I probably will get that Bigfoot he's got. If he has them, I think I will. Yeah, I need to add that to my collection. Mm-hmm, all right sure. man another good show appreciate it hanging out with you oh heck yeah always fun man all right till next time right on see you